The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, the head advocate of the Big Titty Committee of 69 Whiskey. Did somebody say titties? And the undercover brother of the Bro Migos podcast, Matt here. And it's time for my homeboy, Chef Aaron, to cook up another great episode of the I Had to Say It podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. We're going to start off as we do now. Josh, Jake, B-Word, Iceman, Jason, Miss Aaron, Mike, Tabby, Javier, McShane, Fitz, and El Jefe. Thank you guys for your continued support. I appreciate each and every one of you more than I can better enunciate. Thank you so much. It means the world to me that you guys keep opening your wallets and your hearts to me. And hopefully your ears, too, because, I mean, honestly, as much as I appreciate the other shit, if you're not listening, you really wouldn't have to do all the other stuff. You guys are, are fantastic. Thank you. So anyway, we got a few things to talk about this week. The first thing I want to do is, since it appears to be gradually drying up from the uh, the consciousness, hey, you guys remember Maui? Yeah, big, uh, really kind of weird, poorly managed uh, natural disaster occurred there. Well, quote unquote natural disaster. Uh, yeah, big fires, you know, people dying, people being forced into the ocean to try and survive, roadblocks barricades uh really weird shit going on in the circumstances of people now not being able to rebuild their homes people not being able to save their property all the really high-end properties on the island were safe while all the poor people's houses were burned to the fucking ground yeah um haven't really heard much about that in the last week or so i don't know about you guys but it seems like people are just kind of forgetting that it happened and moving on to the next big thing and meanwhile, we do still have reports coming from people that are on the ground there that the military is stopping people from getting into the territories where their homes were. This is two weeks after the fires were out, and there's literally no chance where they could be saying, well, we're worried there's going to be flare-ups or any of this other shit. They're stopping people from getting in to search for their belongings, to search and see if there's anything they can salvage from their life. There are still people out there that are looking for lost pets, lost family members. There are tons of people still unaccounted for. There are still literally hundreds of children unaccounted for. And, uh, yeah, just nobody's talking about it. The whole Rock and Oprah thing went over like a sandpaper fucking condom, so that um, really didn't get the reaction they were expecting, I don't think. I don't know if it was. I've actually heard a rather interesting theory that was going around saying it was actually a litmus test to see about the Rock and Oprah running for office, which that seems a little extreme to me. It seems to me more just like an extremely tone-deaf effort to try and come off looking good without actually doing anything on their part. And as I said last week, fuck Oprah and every fucking orifice she has, including her goddamn tear ducts. And I'm very disappointed in you, Mr. Johnson. I expected better from you. Uh, my fault for buying your public persona. And fuck you with a sandpaper cock as well. Um, that being said, yeah, Maui is still fucked up. People are still being displaced from their homes. Their little $700 buy-off from the government isn't enough to buy them groceries for the fucking month under the current circumstances. And it's all the fucked over poor working class people that are being screwed. Maui's mayor has told people not to come. They can't handle tourists. These poor fucked over people are dependent on the tourist industry for their survival by and wide. They are the maids. They are the cooks. They are the fucking bellboys, the fucking groundskeepers. They need people who with disposable income to go there and to stay there so they can keep fucking working and try and get their lives put back together. But the official media line is, no, that's bad. And 
Like I said, the official, well, the unofficial reporting, but it's what I trust more than any fucking mainstream narrative, is that the government is actively trying to keep these people from being able to piece their lives back together. And once again, this highlights my rock-hard, staunch stance that more government is never the fucking answer. And the people who want more government are not your friends. They are your enemies. And I never intended this show to be a purely political podcast, but it seems like everything that comes out of my mouth these days is fucking political. And I can't help it. I can't take any more of this fucking stupidity. I can't take the fact that there are still enough dumb motherfuckers out there that think this is a good situation. There are enough dumb assholes who drink the Kool-Aid and say, hey, you know what will fix the situation is giving the government more, more power, more money, more anything. If you think giving these assholes more is going to remedy your situation and make your life better in some way, shape or form, look at fucking Maui. Look at how these American taxpaying citizens are being treated by the government who we finance. And in the meantime, they're still sending more money, more weapons, more shit across sea to go fund a war we have no business being involved in using our resources. And now fucking Sleepy Joe's talking about sending them depleted uranium munitions. That's escalation as far as I'm concerned. When somebody says, you know, we're tired of you doing this shit and pushes back. It's going to be justified as far as I can tell, because we are not acting in a manner that is conducive to anything in terms of we should be pushing for peace. We should be trying to broker some kind of understanding or some sort of agreement. But instead, we're funding what is the losing side. I don't care how the media spends it. If they were winning, we wouldn't have to keep giving them shit. But we are in hundred billion dollar territory now of supplies, artillery, weapons, armaments cash, the ridiculous amounts of cash that the fucking Ukrainian government can't account for, which isn't suspicious at fucking all. I 110%, I mean, not this is no longer even tinfoil hat conversation that the the government is getting kickbacks. Politician, individual politicians are getting this money back. They're robbing the American people. Meanwhile, we're over here. People are having to work two or three jobs just to maintain their standard of living. The country's in the toilet. Inflation's out of control. The housing market's going to burst because nobody can afford to buy a house because interest rates are fucking obscene. The car market's ridiculous. You can get, for what you're paying for a five-year-old vehicle with 100,000 miles on it, you could buy a brand new car at the same rate at this point because shit is ridiculous. And meanwhile, the people that are supposed to be the government of this country are just kind of, oh, well, that doesn't impact them, so just fuck, fuck the average people who, you know, they live off of That's why I refer to these assholes as parasites. That's exactly what they are. They don't contribute anything, and they just bleed off of their hosts. The problem is, for a very long time, they were benign parasites. They they didn't actually cause enough harm to be an issue. But at this point, they're becoming lethal parasites. They're going to kill the fucking host. So these... Particularly since we have a bunch of fucking dinosaurs in office, their entire goal is to scavenge up as much as they can before the fucking wheels fall off of this shit. And all you have to do is look at any major metropolitan areas right now. The policies that are being actively put into place by their local government officials are making situations dramatically worse. We've got New York where they are complaining about how the policy they said of we will always be a sanctuary city. Mayor... Adams said that shit uh, with his whole chest on camera. And as soon as they had to start dealing with actual influx of illegal aliens, 
he's out there crying broken. He doesn't know how they're going to handle things, and they don't know how what the situation's going to get worse. And woo woo woo, and people need to open their homes to these immigrants because we can't afford to house them and shelter them. Motherfucker, you wanted open borders. This is a consequence of open borders. And now they've got like the shrews on the fucking view are also talking about, oh, we can't handle this anymore. We can't have this anymore. That it, it just is the ultimate leftist mindset of they want all this shit as long as it's not in their own fucking yards. And the fact that they're being held to the standard that they were preaching all this time is really starting to show their true colors because ain't not a one of them happy about it. They want all these things for other people and all this, you know, human dignity and kindness as long as it doesn't impact their fucking lives because the entire mentality of that entire side of the spectrum is fucking based on being selfish. There are terrible fucking people masquerading behind good intentions and their true colors come out when the, as soon as the chips are down, as soon as shit gets difficult, as soon as reality kicks in, this is what you see. A bunch of sanctimonious assholes who were real quick to talk shit about everybody else who had a problem with the situation who are actually worse once the situation drops in their own fucking Laps. Now, that's not to say there aren't liberal, liberal-minded people that are good. I have liberal-minded friends. I, I you know, quote-unquote liberal. But I'm talking about the extremist, hardcore, big-mouth, cackling, harpy, bitch, assholes, Hollywood elite motherfuckers on TV. Even And I say Hollywood elite is a broad-sweeping term. I know that they're in New York and they're in all these other fucking towns. There's assholes in Chicago. But the pseudo-celebrity, I can't even call them real celebrity because they're famous for really nothing really worth being esteemed for and they got the egos to go with it and fuck them they're finally getting to deal with the consequences of all the bullshit they've championed for years and i don't feel bad for them i don't feel sympathy for them i feel sympathy for the average motherfucker i feel bad for the cab drivers who are getting robbed because there's no fucking law in their city i feel bad for the fast food workers who know they could go to work and wind up getting shot in the parking lot because somebody didn't like their fucking fries. And some people would say, well, Aaron, aren't you pro-gun? Yeah, I fucking am. I think we should all be proficient in their use and in their handling and safe firearms practices. Howsoever, I also think that when only the criminals are the ones who have access to these guns and there is no consequence for being a shitty human being and doing something terrible... It compounds and it gets worse. It makes the situation worse. And I really feel for all the people who are reaping the benefits of other assholes' policies and beliefs, you know, the common people, the, the fucking street sweepers, for to use an archaic throwback term, the, the, the broke motherfuckers like myself who are doing what they got to do to get by and can't live their best lives because they're taxed to fucking death. I mean, at this point, over 40% of your income taxes are just your income is just gone because the government can't spend within its means. And so they need to take more from you. We pay into Social Security that it's probably going to be gone by the time I'm old enough to collect it or anybody in my generation is because the irresponsible parasites are mismanaging our money and it's just fucking poof, it's gone. And yet somehow assholes still think it's a good idea to give these motherfuckers more, to give them more control, to say, you know what? This situation is fucked, man. My life sucks. And you know what's going to fix it is giving the same assholes who made it this way more control, more power. And these they're deliberately doing it. They're, they're creating these desperate situations to fuck the people over and to put more in their own pockets in the process. And the fact that people are just drinking the Kool-Aid, they're buying into the fucking narrative. They're going along with this shit. We are all complacent in our own fucking downfall, and it's just disgusting. But, yeah, anyway, so, yeah, that's, I, wow, I really went off, off the rails on this shit just because of the whole Maui thing not getting the attention it deserves, didn't I? 
Well, there's more uh, ridiculous things going on this past week, and we're going to talk about them, too, because there is a lot more, and it's irritating, and it's driving me nuts, and I need to get it off my friggin' chest. But first, a word from our sponsor. This is the part where I'm going to tell you to go to HorribleDesigns.com. They're constantly adding new materials and new merchandise to their options. They are still partnered with Mad K Studios to make a line of his artwork available for you guys to get on mouse pads, on coffee cups, as stickers. It's pretty sweet stuff. Uh, Ken does great work. I, I, he sent me a, a print uh, a couple weeks back. I'm just waiting to get a frame so I can hang it up in the in the recording area here so I can look at it and feel good about myself. Right now it's in a safe place where I know it won't get folded or fucked up or damaged. But, yeah, my point being, uh, you should go to HorribleDesigns.com, check out some of the new stuff. Like I said, they come out with new designs all the time. You're going to get some really good entertainment out of it. I've done, if you go over to the Instagram, there's pictures of everything I've gotten from them. Everything that, you know, from stickers to mouse pads to drink coasters to magnets. I've got my, I totally saw that Jesus magnet on my little filing cabinet at work, and it constantly gets chuckles out of my coworkers. This, when they notice it's there, I, I don't make a point of going, hey, look at my, look at my magnet. But uh, they do see it, and then they go, dude, that's awesome. And then I tell them, go to HorribleDesigns.com and place your order. You can get all sorts of cool shit, and there's other stuff there that you might enjoy as well. And then I'm going to tell you something that I don't tell my coworkers. Use the code I had to say it at checkout, and you can get 10% off your order. That's right. That's I had to say it, all one word, at checkout. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Tabby. And we're the Grace Taproom Podcast. Be sure to check out our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash Grace Taproom Podcast, too. There you can find our partnership with Hollowed Scents. Buy us a coffee because we definitely need it. All of our socials, listening platforms, and our merch store. And if you love our show enough, please feel free to subscribe to our Patreon. We have three amazing tiers starting from $3, $5, and $10 with a bunch of great content all over the place. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't text and drive. Don't drink and drive. Always drink responsibly. You heard her. Do it. Tap room closed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Sometimes people have a story to tell. It could be a story of triumph or a story of sorrow. However, it's their story. It's important to keep their story authentic, in their own words, and delivered in a delicate way. That's where Unfiltered Discussions podcast comes in. I'm Brian Howard. I talk with my guests about tough subjects and pivotal moments. I'd love for you to hear their stories. Subscribe to Unfiltered Discussions on your favorite podcast platform. Let's ensure their stories are heard. All right, so now to resume my angry ranting, we're going to talk about something else that's been happening. I mean, it's it's been an interesting week if when you look at, and again, like I said, I never really intended this show to just be all politics all the time, but these fucking people are getting to my goddamn goat. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about, if you're looking into just instances of, you've got to be fucking kidding me, coming from our 
politicians is the governor of New Mexico has basically made a statement that is a textbook definition of why she should be impeached and kicked out of her fucking job. She came out and said she's declaring a 30-day pause on the right to open or concealed carried by legal licensed gun-owning individuals in the state of New Mexico. And in the press conference where this broad was announcing this fact, she said the Constitution is not absolute. The it, It's her belief that nothing is absolute, including her oath of office, which right there is the whole, yeah, you don't believe the, your oath of office is absolute. Therefore, you have no business holding that fucking office. That's what an oath is. It is your solemn vow to perform a certain action. And when your oath is to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America, that's the way that works. It's not, oh, and when it's convenient for you. And she's saying she has the legal authority to do this because she's declaring a state of emergency as a health crisis because an 11-year-old kid got shot. It's a horrible thing. Yes, I feel bad that the 11-year-old kid got shot. But a health crisis based on gun violence, which is only going to inhibit law-abiding individuals from being able to defend themselves. Criminals don't give a fuck about your stay of order. They don't give a fuck that you've decided people can't carry guns because... They're criminals. They don't fucking care. And furthermore, she kind of, in something that's been happening more and more out of left-leaning politicians, she said the quiet part out loud. She said that she thinks maybe legal gun owners who legally carry their firearms should also be arrested. So, yeah, um, this bitch needs to go. The people in New Mexico need to get off their asses, impeach this bitch, get her out of office immediately. She is a threat to our way of life. She is a little tin pot wannabe tyrant, and she is a prime example of if you will let them get away with this, it's going to get fucking worse. Now, basically, the sheriff uh, of Albuquerque has already come out and said he will not be enforcing this law. He believes it is repugnant to the Constitution and subsequently invalid. Now, the Albuquerque district attorney has also come forth and said they will not be enforcing this ruling from the governor because it is repugnant to the values of the Constitution and subsequently invalid. That is the legal speak in the U.S. Constitution is that any law repugnant to the Constitution will be deemed invalid. So, yeah, this broad was a lawyer before she got elected. You'd think she'd know how the fucking law works. But apparently, you give her a little bit of power, it goes right to her head and says, I don't think so. The Constitution don't rule here. I rule here. And hopefully this bitch is going to get a big, fat dose of fuck around and find out. Now, in a what is going to basically be a plug at this point, because I can't think of how else to say it, if you are like me and you are a Second Amendment enthusiast, if you happen to enjoy firearms, you enjoy shooting, uh, check out a company called Phoenix Ammunition. They are based out of Michigan, and this is in no way, shape, or form an endorsed plug by Phoenix Ammunition. Phoenix Ammunition. I'm not being compensated or anything else like that. They are one of the best follows you can find on Twitter. I'm not. I don't call it X. That's dumb. I mean, I know Elon wanted to change the name, but it has been Twitter forever. It will always be Twitter. On Twitter, follow Phoenix Ammunition. They are fucking hilarious. They are constantly dragging stupid-ass statements and dumb politicians. And in a little bit of spite is fucking awesome. They are, during the course of this entire month at least, 
They are doing free shipping on all ammunition being sold to New Mexico, which I think is fantastic. And on the bags, their bags of ammo are some of the best things you're going to find out there because they spend that extra thermal transfer ink to print like memes and smart ass comments. And it's a great company. They actually printed something on there about impeaching a, uh, the, the governor of Michigan, where they are actually located. And they got a cease and desist from the Michigan Elections Board saying since they didn't say who was sponsoring the push to, they said it was basically election interference because they didn't acknowledge who was paying them to put that sentiment on a bag. And the owner came back with, it's my company and I'm the one who's paying for it. So, yeah, there was no impropriety there. Now they're saying impeach this broad, and I think that's fucking hilarious. So if you are a shooter, and not to mention their ammo is like, you know, super fine quality control, laser inspected. They got videos out there showing the whole process so you can watch them actually doing production on ammo and how their quality control things work and everything like that. And they are just a really cool company. They are not taking anybody's shit from anywhere. They're not apologizing. They're not asking for you know, any kind of sympathy. So that's my little plug. And their ammo is solid ammo. It's quality controlled. It's good stuff. They've got a lot of, they've got, you know, a lot of different calibers, a lot, a lot of different uh, ammo options, different grain uh, bullet styles, different weights, uh, hollow points, frangible ammo for shooting at, you know, uh, frangible targets where you're not trying to necessarily kill something. And just different things you could check out. Uh, they've their stock. They're a small, you know, independent company. They're not some huge manufacturer. So yeah, their stock runs out sometimes. A little pricier, but you get what it, you get what you fucking pay for. It's worth you know the spend, and these guys are deserve the support. And uh, so yeah, I'm getting a little derailed there, but I did think that was fucking hilarious that their response to things was we're doing free shipping in New Mexico, and so yeah, <laughs> and. And it's it's not hurting them any because they showed a picture uh, of like two huge shipments that were going on to New Mexico. So, you know, good for them. They jumped on this one and got right on it. And, you know, fuck that broad. She's oh, well, I'm declaring an emergency and I can do whatever I want. The Constitution doesn't isn't valid in an emergency because I said so. And I can grant myself extra powers. This woman literally said she could grant herself extra powers by declaring an emergency. Yeah, that's not how it fucking works, lady. But, yeah. And so, like I said, hopefully she gets a big healthy dose of fuck around and find out. And speaking of healthy dose of fuck around and find out, I uh, another thing that happened, which I find absolutely fucking hilarious, you know, big slice of you had this shit coming, is there is a lady who is on the uh, city council in Minneapolis, Minnesota, who during all the... Uh, well, the mostly peaceful protests and, you know, the after uh, St. Floyd met his unfortunate fate by having enough fentanyl in him to kill a fucking rhino. Um, but, you know, obviously it was it was exactly what the narrative was. He even though the coroner's report said he died because of the massive amount of drugs in his system, it was, you know, a murder case and there's a cop sitting in jail for it. So obviously that must be what happened. Well, this broad whose name I will probably slaughter. So if anybody that knows wants to correct me, hey, I can't help it. Uh, um, Shivanti Santhanadan. I'm I, if I apologize if anybody finds that mispronunciation offensive, but it's not a name I'm used to saying. So I did my best, and that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, but anyway, radical leftist like Marxist 
huge voice screaming defund the police. The police was she was literally out there advocating for the police department to be torn down and and defunded and completely stripped and neutered. Well, she uh, got carjacked here uh, this past week and, you know, took to social media to with this post. Like, look at my face. Remember me when you think about supporting and letting juveniles and young people out of custody to roam the streets and instead of holding them accountable for their actions. You could have been reading the obituary for me and my children today. This is such a huge slice of karmic pie for this bitch to choke on that, yeah, she got carjacked with her kids by some little young hooligans who robbed her and took off. According And this is according to her story. This is her saying this. These are her social media posts. She posted a picture that I believe is supposed to be her after getting carjacked. And there's red shit all over her face that is supposed to be blood. I've bled multiple times myself, and not not necessarily insignificant. I've had multiple injuries that should have probably been stitched up. I've had head injuries where my scalp was lacerated, and scalp lacerations bleed like a motherfucker. You will have blood all over you. Problem is, the picture she posted, A, the blood don't look really very good for in terms of like blood it's kind of a weird color to be uh, coagulated dried blood there's no clots there's no lumps it's a very smooth consistency running down her face and these splatter patterns i mean i'm not a forensic scientist i'm not an expert by any means but i have seen blood splatter before i have seen what a head wound bleeds like on on other people and the blood patterns on her face don't really make a lot of fucking sense for somebody who supposedly has a scalp laceration from getting carjacked. So I'm wondering, yeah, I mean, I do I question that she got carjacked? Well, they have no leads, no suspects, nobody's been identified, and they found the card abandoned a couple miles away from where she said she got carjacked. So, yeah, maybe a couple kids got her and her kids out of there and went joyriding in her car. I have friends that are in the Minneapolis area who have said it's basically turned into Mad Max and it's a shithole and they have no doubt that that's you know going to happen on a daily basis. So yeah, there's a possibility this bitch got bit by the exact consequences of her actions and I really well I question the picture she posted of her bleeding out of her face. Yeah, it's a rude awakening when you find out the bullshit you're endorsing actually causes these problems and it's not just you know, evil, bad, racist white people who hate minorities saying that, you know, criminals need to be persecuted. No, prosecution needs to happen to fucking criminals. Their complexion is fucking irrelevant. All that other bullshit is irrelevant. If you break the fucking law and you and I and I'm saying, you know, the important laws, not like tax codes and shit like that, but laws like, you know, don't rob people, don't assault people, don't rape people, don't Take shit that doesn't belong to you. Don't be a general shitty human being. Yeah, no, shitty people that are criminals need to face the consequences of their actions. When you don't enforce the consequences of those actions, these are the consequences of your actions. So as somebody who's been out there screaming defund the police and we need, you know, justice reform and all this other shit. Yeah, this is what you were asking for. Young people who are habitual offenders. With no sense of remorse, no sense of guilt, I'm sure sitting there going, but I said to fund the police got you really far with them. And maybe they didn't know who you were. Maybe they didn't know you're on their side and you see that they're the victims of an unjust system that perpetrates all kinds of, you know what, fuck you. This is what you wanted. This is what you get. And you deserve what you fucking got. 
And frankly, that pitcher looks absolutely fucking horrible. That does not look like a valid injury. So do I think an extremist leftist would gussy up the pitcher to try and make it look like she was more severely damaged than she actually was so she could justify turning a complete 180 on her stance on how the legal system needs to function in this country? Yeah, actually, that sounds exactly like what I think somebody like that would do because they can't, without some extreme justifications, they can't backpedal. It's not in their nature to be able to admit they were fucking wrong. So instead of just saying, hey, look, you know what? I got scared, shook up really bad, and I now I realize what could have possibly happened. I saw second and third order consequences for the bullshit I was on, and I'm scared, and I just had a, a wake-up moment, and I realized I was in error. No, she's got to smear red shit on her face and make it look like she was violently assaulted in this carjacking one. Like I said, based on every head wound I've ever seen in my life, this shit is, this is suspect. And as I said, I'm by no means a doctor. I'm by no means an expert. But I also know I've seen a lot of movie blood that looks a lot better than this job. I've seen a lot of in-person injuries that that's not what a head wound bleeds like. I'm sorry. And furthermore, it really kind of looks like like a student film kind of thing, like somebody that was trying to do a remake of Evil Dead, the original, with a budget of like $83, and they used some beet juice to simulate blood because it was the closest uh, thing they could find with actually without actually going in and getting a pint of pig blood. But and then again, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not giving her the benefit of the doubt because she's a, an extreme leftist who's all of a sudden having to backpedal because she found out that fucking things have consequences. You know, kind of like the sanctuary cities and the bitches from The View and, and uh, all that other ridiculous horseshit. And yeah, it's it's just delicious. I fucking love it. And speaking of uh, things that have consequences and stupid extreme leftist stances on things. And again, anybody that wants to go, well, Aaron, when did you get so fucking conservative? It's not that I'm conservative. It's I don't like extremists on either side of the fucking coin. And since I've, I'm thinking it, I feel obligated to remind anyone who thinks I might be like super pro-right conservative. No, I'm not. I'm very much middle of the road. Let people live their best lives. Fuck you if you want to tell other people how to live. You do you, I'll do me. And as long as nobody's getting hurt, nobody has any right to bitch but in the nature of some people like to bitch more than others and like i said the right does it too and they they have a lot of ridiculous stances but the really vocal obnoxious ridiculous shit seems to be coming more from the extremist left sides of things we have video footage coming out of every major city in the country right now the fentanyl crisis any there's videos you don't even have to look hard for them where You'll see just tons of homeless motherfuckers literally doubled over on their feet because that's what a fentanyl nod looks like. If you've seen these videos and you don't know what you're fucking looking at, you think it's just a bunch of homeless guys that are like hanging out and leaning up. No, that is what a fentanyl nod looks like. You like basically hunker down and fall forward until you actually topple over and lose your balance. And then you're just knocked out on the fucking ground. But a lot of these ones, they they stay just coherent enough for their autonomic nervous system to keep them kind of upright and kind of balanced. It's the weirdest fucking thing. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. And I've actually seen it when I've had to go into the city recently in Chicago. It's there, too. I mean, it's not as bad as a lot of these videos I've seen where there's huge just squatters encampments of homeless junkies all over the fucking place. Generally because I don't go to those areas because I do know where a lot of them are in Chicago and I don't have any fucking reason to be there these days. But 
particularly since Chicago's got their, um, as I talked about last week, their uh, migrant crisis of the inside migrants not liking the outside migrants. I don't need to get drawn into that kind of shit. It's going to bring me to the last thing I want to talk about right now, where we're talking about, you know, just delusional fuckheads who don't want to take responsibility for the way things are in their uh, jurisdictions. Uh, Brandon Johnson, the mayor of Chicago, the new fucking guy they elected, when they accomplished something that I thought they couldn't do and found somebody worse than fucking Beetlejuice to run their city, this fucking cretin, he has been on record when we had little youth mobs who, oh, we don't want to use mob activity to refer to these people. They're large gatherings. Motherfucker, that's a bunch of -of out-of-control teenagers and assholes in their early 20s breaking the law, assaulting people, causing property damage, stealing shit and knocking like cars over, destroying property, assaulting people, beating up tourists. And this motherfucker's, oh, well, we don't want to paint them in a negative light. They're doing negative shit, you dumb fuck. Yes, you want to paint them in a negative light. That's how you counteract negative behavior. You don't say, oh, well, they're just misunderstood. These poor little, you know, honor students and choir boys and girls, they're just they're in the they're just being misrepresented by the media and they're acting out because they haven't been properly understood by society. No, they're a bunch of spoiled little assholes who are entitled to behave this way because you fucking allowed it. So in another prime example of how this fucking idiot disconnect works, the city of Chicago is suing Kia and Hyundai Motors because according to their lawsuit they're filing, the uh, defect that was exposed in their like entry model low-end cars not having engine immobilizing, tech- immobilizing technology, um, and this was like a glitch that was revealed in a social media post and went viral of how you could load up some code onto a fucking USB drive and use it to steal Kias and Hyundais. Now, here's where the like disconnect comes in. This motherfucker files a lawsuit saying since it's on their entry-level vehicles, it disproportionately impacts low-income Chicago residents. And since the offenders are using these stolen Kia and Hyundai vehicles to commit other crimes, including reckless driving, armed robbery, and murders. So it is Kia and Hyundai's fault that there is a crime spike in Chicago. Now, here's the thing that I really doubt the armed robbery and murder statistics are because people are stealing Kias. The fact that Kias went from, you know, Kias and Hyundais went from like 500 thefts a year to like 3,500 because some stupid viral trend went viral on a TikTok video. Yeah, that part I believe. I believe, yes, more of Kias and Hyundais were stolen because of this glitch when it went viral and people found out you could do it very easily with a very minimal amount of skill, they were all over it because they're shitty human beings. It's not Kia's fault. It's not Hyundai's fault. The fact that they're stealing from other broke motherfuckers is how criminal mindsets work for the most part. Most crime is perpetrated locally, meaning you are, you are who you're reflected by who you associate with. You're also willing to interact with who you associate with. So, yeah, and most statistics that the fucking idiots in control, left, right, all of them, they don't talk about things like the fact that most crime is perpetrated against 
neighborhoods, against local people, against your own community, against your own class. There's not a lot of broke motherfuckers going out and robbing the wealthy and the elite. And part of it's because the wealthy and elite can afford security and can afford to be protected. And the other part of it is the way people are conditioned, the way our society works, these people don't, it doesn't occur to them to go rob the rich motherfuckers. Because they assume it's going to be impossible. Oh, well, they got securities and they got guards and they got this. But I'm going to go stick a gun in somebody's face walking down the street and take whatever they have on them because that's easy, that's close, and that's safe for me because they're probably not armed. Whereas the reality of the matter is if you're willing to stick a gun in somebody's face over 50 or 60 bucks, shouldn't you be in the same mindset of being willing to plug a security guard to come away with 10 or 20,000? I mean, that's. Yeah, it's neither here nor there. I'm not. I am no in no way, shape, or form endorsing going out and robbing the rich uh, because your life sucks and you're a shitty human being. But don't rob poor motherfuckers either. I mean, if your life is that bad, why wouldn't you want to take somebody that's in the same circumstances and make their shit worse? It's not the fault of the vehicle manufacturers. It's not the fault of the gun manufacturers. It's a lack of empathy and a lack of basic human decency and civility, which is what the problem is. The problem isn't that these automobile manufacturers weren't responsible in how they were handling the fact that their car had a defect that was made socially known and was exploited by shitty people. The problem is that they're shitty people who don't have to face any consequences for being shitty. It's not that there's a problem wrong with the car. The problem is wrong with the fucking society that you are endorsing and supporting by refusing to hold criminals accountable for their actions, by refusing to say you are a bad person for doing dumb, illicit, illegal shit. You are a horrible example of humanity because you prey upon the fellow fucked over individuals you have. You are part of the fucking problem for allowing this mentality to exist and not only allowing it to exist, but fostering it and encouraging it through your absolutely skewed and unrealistic perceptions of how reality is. And just you think by not calling them thugs and hooligans, that'll somehow address the fact that they're behaving as thugs and fucking hooligans. And no matter what you call it, it still is what it is. Reality is not subjective. Just because you don't want to name an evil doesn't mean it doesn't fucking exist. That's right up there with people that are like, I mean, it's not fucking Voldemort, asshole. It's crime. And crime does not survive well in the light. Lies perish in the light. Bringing truth to an awareness to something is how you combat it. Not by pretending it doesn't exist and hoping it gets better because you want to believe that these shitty assholes, it's not their fault they're shitty assholes. Well, no, you're kind of right. It's not their fault. It's fucking yours because you allow them to do it without believing in accountability or responsibility for fucking actions. And it's this mentality that is leading this world to be such a fucked place. And people like this need to be held accountable. So if you're a broke motherfucker and you're out there doing dirty shit and somehow you found this show, here's my challenge to you. Here's my viral TikTok trend. If you're going to be a shitty human being and you're going to be a dirtbag and you're a lowlife out there robbing motherfuckers that got nothing, take some initiative. Show some fucking balls. Go, go out and rob these fucking political assholes. If they're not complete fucking hypocrites, they're not going to do anything about it when you go to rob them because it's not your fault you're robbing them. Now, 
caveat to this statement, it kind of goes with everything else I've said about these talking head, bobblehead motherfuckers who want to preach all these, you know, oh, well, we know we shouldn't hold people accountable. We shouldn't tell people they're bad for doing these things. These motherfuckers have shown their true colors every time adversity hits them in the face. They are fucking hypocrites. They will cry victim. They will talk about how, oh, well, it's not the same when it happens to them. It's, oh, well, we can't have all these migrants here because we're not we're not able to support them. We don't have the infrastructure. Well, motherfucker, you're the one who said let them in. Welcome to the consequences of your actions. We don't want to call it mob action. It's a large gathering of youths that are frustrated and angry. Yeah, well, you know what? If that large gathering of youths decides to take it up to the, the mayor's uh, house, I'm willing to bet security is going to be called. And all of a sudden, it's going to be a whole lot different story about what they believe is going on. So maybe, you know, steal Kia and Hyundai and drive out to go visit Mayor Johnson. See what see what you could get out of his house. See how supportive and understanding he is of your plight and your frustration at that point. I'm willing to bet that cocksucker will have you shot. And this is something I'm going to say to all of my listeners, and this is just kind of bringing the tone down for a few minutes. I One thing that I'm not going to say we shouldn't be respond, holding these youths responsible for acting like shitheads. If anything, it's the exact opposite. They all need to be held accountable. We need to sit them down and explain to them what's wrong with them, not be like these permissive, allowing assholes who are literally actively trying to destroy the society we live in. I no longer believe it's just that they are ignorant to the consequences of the beliefs they are espousing. I think it is a deliberate and active attempt to undermine our society because stupid, ignorant, willful, confused motherfuckers are easier to manipulate for the people who are on top. They're easier to control. They're easier to get what you want when they don't have the wherewithal to focus on bettering themselves because they're too busy listening to you that they're the victim and they're the, they're the fucking shit upon and they have a right to be fucking shitty human beings because people that were dead way before they were even a bad idea suffered some bullshit. So they must be the victims and it's not their fault. They're shitheads. Well, we need to teach them it is their fault, their shitheads, and they can be better. I think that's really the thing that pisses me off the most about this like permissive victim mentality that these assholes push is it's such a deterrent to how much potential we actually have as people to tell assholes this is the best you can do, so it's okay that you're being shitty because that's the best you can do. Because realistically, that's what they're telling them. They're telling them, it's okay that you're acting this way. We don't expect any more from you. We're fine with you being a piece of shit because that's all you're going to be. So be a piece of shit and don't feel bad about it because that's you and you do you. That's the best you can expect from life is being a miserable piece of shit. And we'll blame everybody else that is a victim of what you do or is in any way, shape, or form connect to what, connected to what you do. But it's not your fault. Your actions aren't your fault because that's all you're good for. And it's using people as pawns. It's using people as leverage. It's using people to, you know, grab control and push agendas. And it's horrible. And the fact that people don't see it is just so frustrating to me. It, it really is. And uh, that's where we're going to wrap this one up. So thank you guys for listening to me vent. And that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to IHadToSayItPodcast.com, sign up for the mailing list, interact with the show, click the links, sign up for the Patreon, join the Discord, come and interact, be a part of the show, buy the merch, support your favorite creator, or support me. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. 
Till next time.